0: This is Life Authentic with Christy and Beth. I'm Christy. I'm Beth. And And we're we're sisters. sisters. We're also mothers, writers, entrepreneurs, and purpose-driven inspiration junkies. You know what we're not? Perfect.
1: Perfect. If you're okay with that, this podcast is for you. We share real-life experiences and the lessons we continue to learn with the hope that it will encourage
0: you to live your most authentic life of purpose. Let's do this, Christy.
1: Okay, Chris, today we are talking about faith over fear. Woohoo! is such a good subject. It is. I feel like it's so relatable, too. It is. It's so easy for us to get worked up and worry about things and be fearful of things Mm -hmm. in so many aspects of life. Well,
0: you know, they say that fear is the opposite of faith, and -hmm. that's really very, very true, just to put it in very simplistic terms. They're the exact opposite of each other.
1: Yeah, fear is literally the belief of you thinking things are going to go wrong and being fearful of something.
0: Yeah, and I think it stems from things that we that are out of our control. If you think about most of the things that you fear in life, they're things that you can't really control. Some things you can, but a lot of things that that you're worried about are things that you can't really control in your life. Or the fear of something that's going to happen that's probably never even going to happen.
1: Yeah, and when we fear stuff, a lot of times we don't either move forward or we don't, you know, leave something that's not good for us because it's kind of a way to control things. Well, if I don't do that, then Mm -hmm. nothing bad will happen or I won't have to change. And that's your way of controlling the situation when really in reality, it doesn't control anything.
0: That's right, and you and you have a lot of actions that you do based on your fear that you don't realize. Like if you think about an animal, if they're scared, if they're if they're in fear, they either hide, and they stay in one place until they fear, feel like the fear has passed mm-hmm. or the threat to them has passed, or either they'll lash out and attack. Mm-hmm. And us as as people, we do that too, and a lot of times we don't realize that it is all based in some sort of fear that we have.
1: Yeah, there's so many um, reactions, if we're filled with fear, or there's no action at all, like you said, yeah, you know, fear can leave you stuck. And, you know, there's a difference. Obviously, we have fear for a reason. That's instinctive fear. That's not what we're talking about. Instinctive fear is don't step off the edge of that cliff. Yeah, it's to protect us. Right. And that's the kind of fear that does protect us and it keeps us safe. But unfortunately, the other kind of fear is the fear that I've struggled with the most in my life, which is fear from all types of things. Fear, you know, fear of failure, fear from, you know, bad experiences or trauma. And those fears are the fears that we have to learn to overcome.
0: That's right. And, you know, faith being the exact opposite of that. Faith is when you don't fear anything. When it comes to those things, you know that no matter what happens, it's going to work out for your good in the long run. Mm -hmm. It's
1: the exact opposite. Yeah. It's believing things are going to work (laughs) out. It's believing that things are going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Even in the face of when things aren't working out like you think they should, or when you are in a fearful place, it's overcoming that with believing that okay, this is all going to work out. There's a reason all of this is happening the way that it is, but it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. But it takes work. It's not something that you just all of a sudden get overnight. You know it take it takes work work to build that
1: and to strengthen your faith to overcome those fears. It is, which is I'm sure why it's called building your faith. It's like building blocks. You know, you have to build and build. And of course, it's going to get bigger and stronger, but it's in stages and you really have to work at it and you have to feed that part of yourself more than you feed the doubt and worry part of yourself.
0: Yeah. And you have to, you have to practice self-awareness and really look at those fears and say, okay, really pinpoint where they're coming from and what they are. And then sometimes you can trace them back to something that happened to you in your life Mm -hmm. or something that you're afraid that's going to happen to you or something that you're afraid is not going to work out. And if you take a minute sometimes just to let yourself feel it for a minute and then kind of examine it as a third person almost or as a second person, I guess it would be a second person, not a third person. (laughs)
1: I mean, for some people, it might be a third person uh, we, we or a fourth do, person. We do
0: have two sides to us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because like you said, fear is a thing that is just natural in us. Mm-hmm. We have it for a reason. But the unreasonable fear is just taking a minute to just sit with that for a minute and say, okay, what is this stemming from? Why do I feel this way? And why am I fearing this specific thing?
1: Yeah. A good way, too, to even recognize when you're feeling worried is we talked about this in a previous episode. It wasn't about this specific subject, but really paying attention to what happens in your body and in your mind. Like, are you, are you peaceful inside Mm -hmm. or do you feel worked up? Does your stomach feel clenched? Does your mind feel like it's kind of spinning out of control? Yeah. A lot of times people don't even realize they're living in fear and they're as worried as they are. And you really have to be very present and be very self-aware with with not only your mindset but physically what's happening in your body and how it's making you feel because if you're full of faith and belief you are peaceful you usually feel inspired you like you said earlier you just believe everything's going to be okay good or bad so it's easier to just accept and let go fear is like this constant thing playing over and over in your body in your chest sometimes your chest feels tight your stomach Mm -hmm. feels in a knot and to really think about what's happening and how you're feeling on a regular basis is a good way to even tell if you're fearful because sometimes people don't even don't even realize that they're worried or fearful about something and that may be the thing holding them back.
0: Yeah, you know, anxiety, all anxiety is really is a form of fear because when you're very anxious and you and you struggle with anxiety a lot, anxiety makes you fear things and makes you worry about things, makes you feel like you're, you fear that you're not good enough or you fear that something bad is, is on the horizon. You know, it took me a long time in my life to, I would, <laughs> this probably sounds kind of crazy, but. When things would be going really great in my life, I was, like, scared to accept it and to enjoy that for all it was worth (laughs) because I was always afraid, like, something bad's going to happen. Like, I can't get too excited or happy over this because something bad is going to happen. And it took me a long time to realize, no, it's not. (laughs) If it does, it does. But worrying about it and being anxious about it is not helping me. And, you know, people do suffer from mental illnesses, um, and anxiety is a huge one in, in today's society that young and old deal with. But I believe the root of that is, is fear.
1: I agree. I think that being in that place of, of really bad anxiety makes you feel really hopeless, And that's what fear does. Mm -hmm. And that's such a sad place to be in to feel hopeless. Like you, something bad is going to happen or continue to happen. Or like you said, something good is happening, but you're constantly in fear that it's going to turn bad. Mm -hmm. It it makes you feel extremely hopeless. And then that anxiety moves in because I mean, what do you have if you feel hopeless? You know, you feel overwhelmed, you're full of anxiety, full of stress. Um, but the, the, the thing with, with, the, with faith and that side of it is that's what's so wonderful is it, it makes you so full of hope and being filled with hope that everything's good, the bad is still going to be for your good is it, it's really in harmony with our bodies in a way that fear and anxiety could never be.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, you know, faith is tapping into that inner being. It's connecting with God and believing that there is something bigger than you working in your life. And you give, when you believe, you give that the power that it needs to manifest in your life, all of the goodness and all of the happiness, the love, the joy, all of the things that we all want as people. And It's just it's just really a beautiful thing. And it is the exact opposite. And like you said, it fills you with hope that even the bad things that we go through sometimes as people are really just like stepping stones to something better. I always like to think, what is this trying to teach me? I've said Mm -hmm. this several times, like what if I'm going through something or I'm feeling fearful about a situation, I just look at it for a minute and say, okay, what is this trying to teach me? Maybe maybe there is something that you need to consider that maybe you need to change in your life, or maybe you're going into a situation that doesn't bring you peace and does something doesn't feel exactly right. You know, sometimes those we have to consider those things before we just say, Oh, everything's fine. But ultimately just believing that it's all gonna work out and it will.
1: Yeah, and and just starting with the the simple act of Acknowledging the fear? Yeah, that fear is there. Mm-hmm. I accept that that fear is there. and then exploring it further to figure out where the fear comes from. But there's a lot of acknowledgement and acceptance that goes along with that because if you don't recognize, acknowledge, accept what your fears are, you will continue to live in fear. Mm-hmm. And so you can't we always say you can't fix a problem if you don't know there's a problem. So really exploring that, where your fears are and where your hangups are, and then accepting it, which sounds weird to say, I accept my fears. It doesn't mean you're accepting them and you're not going to change them. You're accepting them to change them.
0: Well, I, I found for myself when I accept something like that, when I really look at it and accept, hey, this is how I feel, then you become powerful in a sense because... Once you accept it and know how you feel, then you're able to easier, easily let it go more easily than if you just if you're fighting it, fighting it, fighting it, then it's you can't you can't let it go because you obsess over it. But once you accept it and say, okay, this is where I am, this is what's going on, then you can look at it for what it is. Then it's easier for you to let it go and to start Mm -hmm. working on your faith and to build that side of you so that you can move forward and forward and then look back and say, oh, okay. Now I know why this happened. And look how much stronger I am now.
1: Well, that's, that's just it. Faith is powerful. And it gives you back your powerful. And it's a powerful thing. You know, it makes me think of, we just watched it. I watched it again. But Dax was watching it for the first time the other night. There's this movie called Little Boy that I love. It is such a good movie. And the whole premise of the movie is about having faith. And believing basically in things that seem impossible. And there's a little line in the movie that has, it, it's about this little boy and his dad. And this, this little boy's dad always said, do you believe we can do this? Yeah. And I always like that. I'm like, that's such a good question to ask yourself. Cause you know, believing in ourselves is a lot of times why we don't, or, or, the lack of belief in ourselves is why we don't do things a lot of times because we don't even believe in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love that. Just asking yourself, do I believe that I can do this? Do I believe that it's all going to work out? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes I like to ask myself very important questions to try to, <laughs> sounds a little bizarre, but to make sure that I have the right answers And that I know how to answer in a way that propels me forward instead of holds me back. Yeah, definitely. You know, a a
0: really good way to start building that faith is we talk about prayer and meditation all the time, Mm -hmm. but it's such a huge, such a huge tool and such a wonderful thing. The prayer brings you closer to God and brings you closer to that thing bigger than yourself, which is what faith is. And the meditation is that way that you calm yourself from the fears, you know. When you first start meditating, it's hard because they always tell you people. People think when you medica- meditate, meditate, meditate. When you meditate, that it's to control your thoughts. But what you do when you first start meditating is just let your thoughts roam and just be aware of what they are. And the more you do it, and the more you do it, the more your thoughts do like come under subjection to yourself, and then you can control them without really trying because you're calming yourself and you're allowing that space for the faith and to get rid of all those fears and all those worries. So prayer and meditation is a huge thing that we always encourage people to incorporate into their lives because it has a very healing effect, a very calming effect, and is a great thing to help you work on your faith and to connect with that.
1: It really is, and and it brings you to the present. For me, when I meditate and pray, it puts me back in touch with myself because I feel like we can have so much going on mm-hmm. and so much chaos and, you know, like we said, fear, anxiety, that, that type of thing. Just bringing yourself to a place where you're calm and present and you're back in touch with your own thoughts, your own feelings, and then basically conditioning yourself so that you're able to communicate, feel the presence of a higher power, have a conversation, you know, have some meaningful prayer. It really brings you back to this centered present place. And that is always, which is, I think, why we love prayer meditation so much, because that's, that's like your center point. It's the place where you start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe everything's crazy. Maybe this is going on But that's like your step one. Yeah. Just bring yourself to that centered, present place where you can't even pray and where you can't even be calm enough to take action in your life in whatever way it may be, but do it in a, in a way that is productive.
0: Yeah. Well, and if you're, if you're in a place where you're, where you, you're feeling really fearful or really scared about a situation even if you're at work or you're out somewhere sometimes if you just go find a place where you can get by yourself for 5 minutes just to pray to meditate to calm yourself for a minute it can help you throughout the whole rest of your day just because the world is such a noisy place metaphorically and realistically True. it's 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 a very noisy place and your head gets really loud sometimes with all of the things. And I like what you said about bringing yourself to the present moment, because a lot of times when we're fearful of something, we're, we're fearful about the future, the future, mm-hmm. the future. That's what we stress over most. You know, you're not really fearful of the past because it's already gone. You might be regretful mm-hmm. or you might have a whole bunch of other things that you feel about the past, but your fear really is rooted in the future and what could go wrong or or what may go wrong and when you bring your back yourself back to that present moment you realize hey I've got right now to do what I need to do and me stressing about tomorrow none of us know what tomorrow is going to bring we can do our best and be positive and pray and hope for the best and prepare for it but bringing yourself back to that present moment just grounds you and allows you again to release those fears and replace it with faith
1: yeah it's your it's your foundation you mm-hmm. know building faith <laughs> it's your it's your foundation to build upon when you get in that place and you can't go up you know and and start building on top of a really shaky foundation and that's what it feels like a lot of times when you're not present and when you're not in that place as everything feels Chaotic, everything feels shaky, everything feels uncertain. And so that just, that gives just a sense of, for me, just a sense of complete peace. And, you know, worrying about things is, it's obsessive. Mm -hmm. It's like your mind is constantly running, your body's constantly responding. You know, your emotions are responding. The actions and choices you're making are all responding to that fear that worry faith is very calm it's very peaceful it's very present and it gives such a more in tune feeling like that prayer and like that meditation because it 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 puts you in touch with with something that's peaceful that's sound that's hopeful yeah and that is I think a good way to recognize, you know, when you are changing and when you are having more faith, your being and who you are just responds in a different way. The way I respond to fear and worry and doubt is so much different and makes my life so much different than the way that I respond with then when I respond with faith and you know affirmation and positive positivity, it just makes everything around you different. You just will, like I said earlier, about asking yourself questions. Like your response to everything will be different and feel different.
0: Yeah, everything in your life—the way you respond to people, the the way you respond to, to things that happen to you—all of that will change tremendously. You know, it just made me think of something else. You know, they say stress is the number one killer. And when you find that faith and you build on that and you find that peace, your stress begins to melt away because a lot of stress comes from fear. Mm -hmm. When you trace it back, a lot of stress comes from fear, being overwhelmed, having so much going on. And when you really learn to connect with that faith, your stress just starts to dissipate. And you find, you start finding peace so that you're not, you know, have you ever been like in a situation and you'll be stressed or tense and all of a sudden you feel yourself, you were kind of talking about this earlier, like your shoulders will be so tense. Mm, Yeah. Like your whole body will be tense and just taking a minute just to breathe and relax and let that go makes such a huge difference, but all of that, you know, we get so uptight, worried about things, stressed about things until we're, we're just like our whole body's like a knot on the outside and the inside. And yeah, that's not good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all a response of what's going on it inside is. of your it mind. Is. And you know, your mind controls so much, like that's where it starts, that's where it is starts inside yeah. your head And your body is responding to what's going on inside your head, which no doubt is why when you have faith and you feel happy and confident and reassured that you don't feel that tenseness and all of that stuff, you know, how we talk to ourselves too makes a difference because I, I try to practice this instead of saying things like that gives me anxiety or I have anxiety. Yeah. You know, not that we're not going to use the word anxiety sometimes because some things are anxiety inducing and, but instead of giving that even that word so much power, like, Oh, I'm going to get anxiety or that gives me anxiety. I I don't even say that to myself. No. You know, I, I, I acknowledge that I may be feeling troubled about something, but I don't go like, Oh, Beth, here you go. You're getting anxiety over this, or this gives you so much anxiety. Yeah. I, I tr- try to talk to myself differently. And I mean, that's, that's a really big deal. The way we speak to ourselves, we can either speak fear or faith to ourselves because we may not be saying it out loud, but we right. are constantly talking to ourselves in our heads, yes. you know? And, and like I said about the questions and answers, I, I try to speak to myself in the right way. So that I'm feeding confidence and faith rather than giving power to anxiety, to fear, to worry. Well, I always like to think of it this way. When I, th- I think about
0: how I'm, how I'm speaking to myself and my inner voice and, and that dialogue that's going on, I think about like, okay, how do I want to speak to the people I love? A lot of times we say things to ourselves that we would never say to somebody else. Yeah. We have a really bad negative self-talk and, and you know we'll we'll talk, talk talk ourselves down so much, but if you ask yourself, okay, would I speak to my child like this? Would I speak to somebody that I love like this? No, I want to speak faith and love and encouragement to them, and we should definitely speak that to ourselves because that's where it all starts. How we treat other people starts with how we treat ourselves, and so having that positive faith self-talk to yourself and building yourself up and having that confidence will have such a huge impact on on your whole life and how you treat others but yeah just that simple thing of saying wait a minute if you start like having this really bad negative self-talk wait a minute what am I doing I love myself you know there's this whole rage about love yourself love yourself and (laughs) it gets a little cheesy from time to time the way that it's put but it's so true because You have to start with loving yourself and being positive and feeding yourself that faith. You know, and people don't realize how powerful your words are. If you're constantly negative and you're talking about all the things that could go wrong, you're letting yourself dwell on those fears and all the possibility of the bad things. You're going to draw that into your life because that is what you're focusing on. And that's what you're giving power to. But when you hold on to that faith... And you dig deep and you find that, and you trust that no matter what, it's going to work out because God loves me and He's my Father. We're one. He wants the best for me. When you cling on to that faith and you have that positivity and speak it into your life, then you draw that to you instead of the bad. It's really just that simple. And it's not easy. If you're in a really bad, negative place, it's not, you know, it might feel really fake to you to begin with. But the more you practice that, It's almost like a fake it till you make it. The more you practice that and feed that into yourself, the more it becomes believable and it comes more naturally to you. And you'll find that not only do you speak that to yourself, you speak that to other people and it's very powerful.
1: That's very true. And I I think you have to make room for the good. Like I look at a lot of different things like this. Faith and fear is a good example, but you can do this with so many things. If you're constantly busy, like you said, pulling all the negative, all the worry into your mind, to yourself, to your world, you're not making room for the faith, for Mm-mm. the good. Think of having a box. say this box is about the size of a shoe box, and you just keep stuffing it with trash, <laughs> stuffing it with trash. But you have something really valuable, that needs to go in that box. Mm-hmm. Well, once you keep stuffing it with trash, there's no room yeah. for you to cram that. It's just too full of all the the bad stuff. Yeah, and and I I feel like our minds and our worlds are like that. That you know we're we're speaking to ourselves. We're giving power to things. We're we're welcoming all of the bad, all of the negative, all of the fear, and it really doesn't leave room for other things which sounds kind of crazy what's that mean not room but if you think about that little box makes perfect sense to that, me that yeah because you're too busy with all the other stuff yeah, you to gotta, welcome that into your life you gotta pick up that box and dump the trash out mm-hmm. then you can put
0: the valuable thing in there that you want to be in there yeah, but yeah i love that, that analogy. Really anyway
1: no you know? no and and that's what we do so many times with our thoughts and our actions and our choices is that we we'll just cram our minds and our hearts and our lives full of all of these things that really are not serving us. And they're actually deteriorating us. Mm -hmm. Some things It's you know, same thing with love and hate. You can't, you're not making room for love if you're filling your life with hate and bitterness and anger Mm -mm. and you have to make room for that in your life. And that may start with dumping out that box and starting from scratch. But Mm -hmm. The more that you do that, like you said, you it's like a magnet. You draw more good things. Well, then, in. yeah.
0: Then you look at it that box after you. Then you're like, oh, wait a minute. I don't want to put that in there. That's trash. That belongs in the trash can. Yeah, that doesn't was I belong keeping right that here. Anyway. Yeah. No. This is for this is for something good. It's like for my, good my body, stuff. my soul, my spirit mm-hmm. is for good things to come in and to share, not
1: the dumpster fire stuff. <laughs> you always say. <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. I know, and and it's it's so easy to get caught up in all of that, and fear is one of the worst things for pulling all of that into our lives and filling our lives with all of those things, and not making room for real faith to grow. Well, don't you feel like that if you
0: if, if you're a person who tends to dwell in the past, that it's so much harder for you to to build faith for the future and faith for the present because you're basing your life and your thoughts and your energy on the past, what somebody did to you or what somebody said or something that you went through or something that didn't work out when you dwell back there. That's why it's so important to bring yourself present and to learn to let go of those things and realize, Hey, that was yesterday. Can't do anything about yesterday all I can really do anything about is today, I can look forward to my future, I can set a goal out there, I can set 100 goals for myself. But the only thing I can do about that is what I can do today to work towards that. I can't have to let that past go. And I've seen a lot of people, we've all been guilty of it from time to time. But I see a lot of people who kind of live in the past and it's almost the same thing as like the box. Like their box is filled up with the past, so they're not making room for anything better to happen mm-hmm. to them. They're dwelling on that, and you know we have to. That's why the present moment is so is so important because that's the only time that we can change anything, and and feed ourselves. Another thing is, you know, what we feed ourselves spiritually, what we feed our souls and our spirit, is more important even than what we feed our body like we would never if we're if we're trying to be a very healthy person physically we're not going to sit around and eat kit kats and snickers all day and sit on the tv uh, couch and watch tv all day like we're going to feed good healthy things that fuel our body and our mind and our spirit is the same way is we have to feed those good positive things that bring faith reading Like that's that's another another great way to help build your faith and to build your positivity is reading really inspirational books and it can really feed your soul in such a good nourishing way to help you grow. Just like feeding your body healthy foods helps you grow and be fueled and be a healthy person. Those things you feed your spiritual person helps you helps your inner person grow and helps build that faith.
1: Yeah, anything from reading to what you watch on TV to what you allow and welcome into your life is going to manifest whether you want it to or not. So welcoming those good things, those good people, you know, being in a in a community or in friendships, in a relationship where people do have faith and they do encourage that Mm -hmm. is very faith building as well. All of those things help build your faith. If you're constantly surrounded by people or reading books or watching things that are very negative, doubtful, you know, catastrophic, you're, you're automatically that's going to manifest in your, in your mind. Yeah. Even like with the news, the news can be very, I watch very little news. I've said this before if I need to know about a world event and and the way that I stay informed is I go choose. There's plenty of stuff online for me to learn about and read and I have control over that. But the news can be very much like that. It can be everything that's wrong with the world and especially I believe it's gotten more sensationalized. But there's so many things that, You just think, well, I just turned the news on in the morning that that can be building fear inside Mm -hmm. of you and putting negative things into your life, into your home, things your children are hearing instead of, you know, having those things that are constantly, you know, faith building and positivity and you can And, and you can't and you have the choice You have the choice, what you watch, what you listen
0: to. You have the choice in the conversations you have. I like what you said about people. That's why it's so important, the people that you're around. A lot of times conversations that you have Mm -hmm. with people, Mm -hmm. if you're around somebody who's always negative and talking about all the bad things or always gossiping and talking bad about other people constantly, you know, those things affect you more than you realize You know, I've been in situations where I would be around somebody and have a conversation. And then when I would leave their presence, I would feel so drained and just like so
1: terrible. Yes, negative
0: and terrible. And I'd be like, oh, I got to shake this off. I don't like the way this makes me feel. We have to, you know, and that comes when you when you become more and more self-aware and mindful It becomes really easy to identify those things. But all of those things kind of culminate together to either (laughs) help you live your life faith-based or to either hurt you and make you live more in a fear-based world. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. And being mindful of that is so important.
1: It is. I mean, think of all the things. Let's, let's, let's talk about just a few things. What are some things you can think of, say, if someone is living in fear, what, what is a person that's living in fear going to do or not do? Just shoot some things at me.
0: A person living in fear? Yeah, like if somebody's do?
1: fearful, what, how can that affect their life? Well, first of all,
0: they're probably not going to be very happy
1: because mm-hmm. when you're
0: really fearful you're not happy because you're too consumed with the fear you're you're not going to be happy you're going to you're going to be more negative and negativity breeds more and more negativity so if you're focusing on that chances are most things that you start looking at in your life you're you're going to start seeing the bad side of that and you're going to worry more and more and more
1: right so it's going to manifest a ton of negativity yes. In, into your life probably spill over on onto the people around you, you you're going to be
0: more judgmental usually
1: mm-hmm. yep because you're going to judge things based on fear I love that I'm glad you said that because that's another thing it it, it changes the way that you judge things because you can either judge things in faith or you can judge them in fear you can judge others with faith believing in them being hopeful towards them or you can judge them in a very negative, worrisome type of way, and our actions are so influenced by that. Living in a fear-based like world, you are probably not going to take chances, and you, you may be very stagnant. Mm-hmm. You may be very stagnant because you are you are fearful of the outcome. You know, people are are they they fear failure they fear change. Mm -hmm. They fear what other people will think. There's so many types of fear Mm -hmm. that can just eat you alive. Because, you know, it's not like we're talking about one kind of fear. We're talking (laughs) about, you know, the negativity, like you talked about, there's so many things that can come at you from all different ways. And so being very Again, going back to awareness and mindfulness <laughs> of what what directions are is all of this coming from and what is what is the biggest fear? I like what you said that um, you like to tell Olivia or your kids. You sometimes you'll just say if they're worrying or if they're fearful, what's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, obviously, there's very real fear and there's a reason that we have sure. that. But most of the things we're worrying about are things that even if you explored the worst outcome, you'd be like, hmm, okay, you took away the power. Yeah. From that. And you know, Mel Robbins is a big don't live in fear kind of yeah. person. Yeah. And you know, you know how she's, she's her. very, <laughs> yeah, you know, she's very she's so blunt real. and yeah. honest. But what I love is she uses her bluntness and her honesty to help people. And she's also very blunt and honest about herself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing to be really blunt and honest with others, but she, she'll tell you all of her struggles and all of her fears. And she's really big on uh, identifying fear and stuff. And so even people like that, if you know that there's someone who writes books or that you can listen to a podcast or whatever, Mm -hmm. that you know that they're a faith over fear kind of person there's, there's so much out there. She's just one that kind of popped into my head because I know that that's, that's her thing. And, um, there's so much that you can reach out to and grab and feed into your life that will give you little tools to, to use, to, to overcome the fear. And that's one of the things that I think is It's good to just go ahead and face that fear and say, what's the worst that could happen? That's a tool that we can use and say, okay, I'm worried about changing jobs. Okay, what's the worst that could happen? Go ahead and walk yourself down that trail. Don't stay there. But that gives you a chance to say, okay, what am I going to do about it? Yeah. Say the worst thing does happen because that's what I'm fearing is the worst thing that's going to happen. The worst thing that could happen is going to happen walk yourself down that go ahead and troubleshoot that because there's a good chance that might not happen as well so why are you living in that fear and letting that just control you and consume you
0: yeah it's just not worth it (laughs) i mean it's just not worth it (laughs) it just it drags you down it. it drags you down and makes you feel terrible so if if you can focus on once you've identified a fear and you've walked it through and said oh okay if you can focus on saying, okay, let's just use the job analogy, like you just said, okay. I'll lose my job, I have to change jobs, be the person that practices saying, okay, well, if that happens, that means that God has something better for me. That means if I lose this job, that means I'm going to get a better job. Start feeding that to yourself. Start making those thoughts in your mind. okay. Well, that, if that doesn't work out, that means there's something better. Like my relationship just ended. I'm so sad. I'm so depressed. It means there's somebody better for me. It means there's a better job for me. There means there's, I failed at this, but it means because later I'm going to have such a greater success. This was to teach me something that I needed to learn. So if you can start feeding that into your mind, that will start building that faith, that self-talk will start building that. And before you know it, you'll be like oh okay this is it's all going to be okay it's all going to be okay and this is all going to work out for my good
1: yes i love it you know fear keeps you stuck it does it keeps you stuck it keeps you in stuck in negativity stuck in all types of situations stuck where you won't change you know some of the greatest times in my life like you just said fear was holding me back from changing something that needed to be changed And it changed for the better. It changed for my good. You know, I was very fearful when I contemplated getting a divorce in my first marriage. And I contemplated that a lot. (laughs) Many times I would come to that and I would be fearful. I would be fearful of, you know, changing the life that I had built over years. I was fearful of what people would think. I was fearful of losing someone I cared about. Facing that fear and having faith that it would be okay sent me down a totally different trail. What if I had let that fear consume me and stayed where I was? That was meant to keep me stuck. Mm-hmm. But having faith and packing up my Jeep and just saying bye, yeah. that was that's that was scary. But that believing that I could, yeah, was what Brought me to the life that I am now, which I can't even imagine still being in that place. There was either. something <laughs> I can't
0: imagine you still being there either. <laughs> That's a different podcast. Yeah, episode. that is.
1: But but just I I, I what if I would have done that? Yeah. What if I would have yeah. let that keep me stagnant, keep me stuck? Mm-mm. There were better things for me. There was a totally different path for me. And that fear was trying to keep me stagnant, keep me stuck, keep me unhappy, keep me in a negative place. And that's the beauty of it. Like you just said, it's, it can send you something that you're so fearful of that you think you don't want to happen or that you're scared to happen can be the very thing that needs to happen. That's exactly right. I can
0: relate to you so much on the divorce because when I went through my divorce, I had an almost two-year-old and almost Mm four-year-old. I had two little bitty kids. So it was very, it was very scary for me to do that as well. But what was so crazy was as soon as I made that decision, I knew in my heart that it was the right decision. Then I had peace. There were still plenty of times I went through a lot of hard times. It's hard when you're, you know, a mom with two small kids and you make that step to start start over, basically, I completely started over to start a brand new life because I knew it was the best thing for us, and it's very scary. But you step out by faith. You step out and you trust that there's something better for me. This is this is there's there's a better life for me than this. But yeah, I love what you said. Fear will keep you in in a place, a stagnant place. Mm-hmm. Faith will propel you forward into all the beauty and all the wonderful things that life really has to offer you.
1: Yeah, you're it's like nothing's impossible. That's the kind of feeling yeah. that you have and that's the the power that it gives you. You get that hope and that feeling of like nothing is impossible and once you you've built that and you feel that, there's no way you want to go back to that worry and to that fear because it's such It's such a bad place to be in. I mean, a good way to to pull yourself out of that, too, is just by comparison. Think about, like we said, accepting and realizing what the fear is, what's happening in your body, the choices you're making, the vibe you're putting out because you live in this place of fear and worry. Think about, is it better to step out in faith, take a chance on believing that things are going to be okay, or to stay where I am? Whether it's in this job, in this relationship, just inside my own body that's Mm -hmm. filled with anxiety, worry, doubt, negativity, or could this be better? (laughs) Yeah, It might be scary a little bit. It might be a different kind of scariness, but you said earlier you had a peace. Yes. And that's a good way to know if it's the right decision for you because I was the same way. There was a something deep, deep inside that was like, "This is the right thing." It might be hard. I'm gonna let all this worry and all this fear, you know, surround that. But deep inside, there was this little bit of me that was like, "Mm, "This is what I need to do." That's right. And that is such a better way to go than than living in that fear and not taking a chance and not believing that things are okay well i want to
0: I want to bring up something right here before we close this out. I want to bring up the issue of mental health because we can talk about faith and fear all day long, but there are a lot of people who struggle severely with depression and anxiety yes. and mental health. Yes, and I, I you know i I just wrote recently about how, after I had Shepherd, I had terrible postpartum depression. It was horrible, horrible. And it was such a hard battle for me to fight. Thankfully, I had dealt with depression and anxiety and things like that before. So for me, thankfully, it was very hard, but I knew the things that I needed to do to pull myself out of that. But it is not that easy for everybody. And I will be the first to say it is not that easy for everybody. So if you are in a place where you're just completely consumed with anxiety and depression, and living in that place of fear and you can't pull yourself out, please get help because they're also, it can be hormonal. You can have a chemical imbalance in your brain. So get, reach out and get help professionally if you're in that place and you can't pull yourself out because that can be the first step and getting you to a place where you can clear your mind and kind of let go of some of that anxiety or whatever it is that's holding you back, please reach out and get the help that you need. And once you get that help, then you become more in control of yourself and you're not completely overwhelmed with those feelings and those thoughts and that whatever it is that's going on with your brain and your emotions and your your spirit and your body, whatever it is, get that help, and then then you can come from a place of practicing all these things that we're talking about. I just felt like it was necessary to say that because there's so many people that struggle with that. It's such a real thing, and for some people, they can work through it without the help of a professional or without the help of medication or whatever the case may be, but if you're in that place where you just can't can't get there on your own, please get help because there's so much help out there in so many different ways that 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 can help you get out of that place where you're stuck.
1: Yeah, I'm very glad that you said that because in no way are we diminishing you know that there are severe cases of anxiety, of depression, of you know all kinds of things that bring a lot of fear and like I said earlier, talking to yourself and and things like that, that doesn't mean not talking to anybody, it's okay to say I have extreme anxiety. Yeah, I have extreme depression. I'm extremely fearful about this. Acknowledging that and vocalizing it, and like you said, getting help definitely speak up, talk to somebody, and get the help you need because mental health it's you, if it starts in your mind, your mind has to be healthy mm-hmm. before you can start building building those fundamental blocks of faith or whatever it may be. So that is I'm I'm very glad that you you brought that up because that definitely is very important.
0: Well, and I believe even when you're getting that professional help, you can still use all of these tools. That's that's the cool thing mm-hmm. is all of these things work. They work. I can say that they work because I've lived it my whole life. Like I <laughs> faith is real. It's real. It's real. It's real. And the more you practice that and the more you allow that into your life, the more it will change your life. So get the help you need, but remember that God and faith is bigger than anything out there. And if you ultimately fall back on that and trust that he will help you find the the help that you need. Mm-hmm. And then you will be able to get more of a clearing and more of a peace to be able to put these things into action to really, really have
1: the life that you deserve to live right and God 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 sends us the right people to help us whether it's a professional a family member a friend mm-hmm. so having that belief and saying that prayer to have the right person to come along and like you said these tools that's what you know so many therapists will tell you to reframe your thoughts yeah to use these tools yes you know, to think about the trauma and where things are coming from. These are very much applicable and will help you all through that journey. And probably some of the same things that, you know, professional mental health people, they're going to use some of the same tools. But God can send the right person into your life, too, to help you through that. I've had many, many times in my life where I was struggling with something and I, I prayed And I vocalized, you know, not only in my prayers, but to other people and the right people were sent into my life to help me work through something.
0: Well, and the key is to ultimately let your faith be in God and his plan for you, not in the doctor or the medicine or whatever it is that you need to help you take that next step. Ultimately, just make sure that your faith is in God, because then all the rest of it will fall into place. Like you said, he'll send you the right person. Mm -hmm. He will bring the right things into your life if you have that trust and, and make space for it.
1: Absolutely.